Welcome back to the Tradesman Podcast, proudly presented by Stuart Ritchie. I'm your host, Jim DeCesare, and today we have a great pair of guests joining us. Stuart Ritchie has an outstanding team with the trades proud skills and experience to get the job done and done safely. And on this episode of the Tradesman Podcast, I talk with Brandon Vickus, HR Director, who recently achieved SHRM CP certification, and Mike Smith, Safety Field Supervisor, who... Uh, just got a safety trained supervisor in construction through the board of certified safety professionals gentlemen welcome to the podcast good morning, good morning. <laughs> how y'all doing doing good doing you know well. i can tell y'all are gonna be a real energetic group here and, and it, i'm guessing roddy just made you all come <laughs> that's pretty much correct <laughs> all right well that that works well first of all brandon uh, congratulations on your promotion to hr director and obtaining your sherm cp certification uh share with us a little bit about your journey with Stuart ritchie your work history and how your role has evolved over the years okay um so when I was 15 years old, my dad came to me and said, hey, do you want to buy a car? And I said, well, yeah, I do. Uh, I said, well, you're going to have to you're going to have to pay for that. So uh, I needed a job. Uh-huh. Uh, and the only way to do that was to was to find one. Right. And he had one already in mind. He'd already talked to Buster Stewart and uh, had me come in, fill out an application. And I got interviewed by Buster himself in his office. And uh, I, I took on a job, part time job as a painter. Okay. Uh, so I wasn't able to drive. My grandfather worked for the company at the time. So I, uh, I, he picked me up each day, brought me to work during the summer. And then anytime that we were off of school, a lot of times I would come in and work as well for a full day with it. So that's kind of my introduction just uh, into Stuart Rich was just uh, was painting day in, day out. And I, I tell everybody I started off, I didn't touch a paintbrush for two years. Uh, Even though you're working in the paint, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly, right. Okay, uh, you know, I, yeah. I had, you were I, you were picking up paint and carrying paint. And... I, I I learned the fine details, so uh, I used a caulk gun. Uh, I used a, um, a sanding pad. Uh, I made sure everything was prepped right because in paint, if you don't have it prepped correctly, mm -hmm. paint's not going to stick. It's not going to look good. And at that point in time, uh, the painters really focused on doing high in residential and commercial projects. Uh, so that allowed me to. Uh, kind of hone the craft of getting things off in the right path. Yeah. So, and you were 15 when you started. 15. And, and so, how long have you been with Stuart Ritchie now? Uh, so, May completed my 25th year. And you, have you ever worked anywhere else? Uh, technically, no. Okay. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about. I know uh, you were you were over safety for a time, and now you're in HR. Uh, how did that evolve? How did you get into the safety part of it? Uh, the safety was by luck. Uh, I went to Western. I had a career path and changed it several times, like most uh, college kids do, and and then decided that uh, I would go into environmental health sciences. Okay, uh, that has a little bit of focus uh, on OSHA and EPA details. Uh, so, as I was getting close to graduating and was looking for an internship, uh, a foreman of mine said, "Hey, you know, Brandon may fit this role." What do you guys think? And, and around about that time, the safety director was looking at retiring. So they they brought me in and asked me if I was interested in doing an internship and, and seeing where this led. And, uh, you know, just thankful for the opportunity uh, to be able to come in and, and do my internship. And that turned into uh, the safety director leaving my final semester of college. And I took over full time. Wow. Uh, so. Uh, but you know, and he, he, so you did that for a long time. Yes. So that was about 2007 on till today. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, uh, it, it, 
it's almost probably most people would think this, but going from safety to HR is is kind of a I think a, a natural progression almost because you deal with all the employees on the safety end and you have an idea of you, you probably work with HR a lot because right. of safety mm-hmm. so it's kind of an easy transition into that role I would say I don't know that for sure you you would know better than I would <laughs> it's been a fairly easy transition uh, you know a few years ago I saw an opportunity where uh, you know if HR director at the time was ever to leave uh, you know, that I was interested in the position and would like to continue to grow with the company and uh, they, they said, we'll think about that and kind of put that on the back burner. And a couple of years ago, that opportunity came in real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But I was already ready to kind of jump on it and make the move forward. So there, there's been some headaches and some and some trouble in times, but uh, everything's worked out good. Well, fantastic. All right, Mike. So uh, recently completed your safety supervisory course, and you serve as a, a, the fire chief for the Alberton Fire Department? That's correct. How about that? Well, how did your uh, work history lead you to your role with Stuart Ritchie? Well, probably uh, many years ago, um, the plant I was working for, the um, the company asked me to be their plant first responder. And okay. They sent me to a very basic uh, first aid class, um, handed me a box of band-aids and said, keep everybody safe. And I didn't feel that I had the skills or the knowledge to handle any potential injuries that we had. So I took it upon myself to, um, to enroll myself in an EMT class. And once I got my certification, I figured I had to justify paying that, uh, paying for that class. So I joined the fire department. Okay. Um, and then over the years, uh, some skills I've learned with the fire department, Kind of led me into um, wanting to pursue the safety, um, get in the safety program of my previous employer. Mm-hmm. And about the time I was getting ready to make that transition, a friend of mine here at Stuart Ritchie uh, had told me about a potential position open in the safety department here. And kind of like Brandon, uh, the timing was just right. Yeah. Um, as soon as I uh, accepted the position the very next day, Brandon told me, uh, Hey, everybody in safety department's leaving, and it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> How many people were in the safety department? <laughs> uh, there, was, there was two at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> all right, yeah, a big void to fill there. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, but it is, it is a big void. I mean, it's it's important, especially in the construction industry, because it has such an impact on so much of the the aspect of the business. But uh, you know, being a, a, a firefighter and safety, that literally goes hand in hand. Uh, and, and so, you know, you, you've got an eye for detail when it comes to, to looking out for safety hazards and, and whatnot and, and understanding that. But where I was going for, for everybody listening at Stuart Ritchie, you know, safety, your safety rating has an impact on bonding, insurance. I mean, whether you get a job or not with some clients, they require certain uh, levels of safety. And so, you know, that's that's extremely important for everybody to be safety conscious within the organization. Anyone want to elaborate on that? No, you, you bring up a good point with that. That's one of the things that over the years we've tried to uh, remind everybody about. It's not just about uh, most important things going home every single day. That's right. That That's number one. That's number one. Number two, though, uh, you know, we have a responsibility to our employees and employees for themselves uh, to continue to promote Stuart Ritchie. And one of the ways we do that is through our safety program or safety culture because that's what drives us to get better jobs uh, and to continue the work that we 
need so that we can support ourselves. Financially. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and of course, we're talking about safety, top priority at Stuart Ritchie. Brandon, uh, talk about the safety culture within Stuart Ritchie and how it's contributed. And we've kind of touched on that, the overall success and well-being of Stuart Ritchie employees specifically, but the company a little more. Yeah, I think it's important to go back. 2013 was probably one of the worst years we had. We, we had an employee fall over 60 feet. Uh, thank the Lord that he lived. Uh, but that really kind of brought everybody back in there because there was a lot of people that thought, hey, am I going to have a job at Stewart tomorrow? They thought we would have to shut down mm-hmm. due to this injury. And it was fa- fairly, very significant. And, uh, you know, to be honest, it scared the crap out of us. Well, sure. <clears throat> I mean, it, it would anybody. So, uh, you know, we, we started taking lessons learned. We started looking at why things happen and trying to break it down. Uh, until we can't say why any longer right. uh, with it. So uh, really getting to the root cause with it, trying to address those root causes and, and then moving past those to make ourselves better. We've had hiccups along the way, but overall, uh, all the guys and gals at Stuart Ritchie have done way, way better than what we were at in 2013. Yeah, and, and you know, safety, um, it, it has come a long way from where it used to be in the construction industry. And it, it's extremely important to make sure that that everybody goes home every night with all their limbs, all their fingers and eyeballs and all that <laughs> stuff, because uh, you're in an industry that's dangerous. And, right. and Mike, you know, uh, we know about a lot of the stuff that, that happens that's not good, but I like to talk on the, about the good stuff, you know, uh, areas of improvement. What are, what are the good things that you're seeing as far as safety is concerned at Stuart Ritchie? Well, first, I'd just like to say the, the safety culture and the safety program that we have um, is fantastic. And it, it's it's all attributed to uh, Brandon and everybody at safety uh, at Stuart Ritchie for, for creating that. So mm-hmm. that's one that's one of the great things I see about it. Um, I have the opportunity reg on, on a monthly basis to, uh, to meet with all the new employees during their safety orientation classes. And some of those new employees are, um, they're real excited about our program, our safety program. Yeah. Um, most of them are very appreciative that uh, the company thinks um, and values their safety. Um, a couple other things, one other thing that I see is um, some of our relationships with other contractors. I see in regards to safety, I see that um, those relationships getting stronger. Uh, those contractors see how much we value safety. Yeah. And, and I think that means a lot to them. Um, almost as much as um, a subcontractor being able to uh, produce quality work. So those are a couple of good things. Well, you know, on, on any any job when you have your different subcontractors out there, uh, there's a lot of peer pressure. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if Company X sees Stuart Ritchie doing things the way they should be doing, they, they're, they're probably going to say something and start moaning and groaning if they don't feel like they're, they're safe. Right. on the job site as, you know, their, their peers that, that work for different companies. And, and so that, that's good that, you know, there's some, some learning going on, not only within the company, but outside the company as well, that other people are seeing how things are done at Stuart Ritchie and creating that culture of, of a safe environment. You know, Brandon, as, as HR director, um, can you discuss the best safety practices implemented within the company uh, and emphasize the importance of awareness and documentation in maintaining a safe work environment. Yeah, uh, but before I get to that, I also sure. want to give a shout out. So Structural Steel this past week actually got an award from Scott Murphy and Daniel for being their safest contractor nice. in the past year. So that was something I even realized they did. But uh, you know, want to want to point out that the importance 
and thankfulness that we have uh, for those guys in that division and the company as a whole, because they're not just the only ones um, that have worked on Scott Murphy Daniel projects this past year, but uh, to get recognized uh, for the amount of years that we've done work with them, uh, I think is extremely important for us to point out in the podcast today. And, uh, and you know, anytime you see a, a meme on s- construction safety, it's always someone sitting on a piece of steel yeah. somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's an easily identifiable area that, that has potential for, for a lot of safety ha- hazards. But going for safety practices, you know, we were sitting here talking about this the other day. You know, if you're going to try to lose weight, mm-hmm. you got to commit to doing certain things differently than what you are at the moment. And some of those things that we've done is just the way we do our startups each morning with it. And I know sometimes it can seem mundane and boring, but at the same time, when we do them consistently every day, such as huddling around and going over our safety topic for the day, uh, talking about the hazards of that job, uh, what we're going to do to make sure they're not safety hazards by focusing on the safety portion of that, and also preparing our bodies as well. It's a time to mentally wake up. It's also a time that we have set aside to stretch each morning, prepare our bodies. You know, the only the only difference in construction versus football uh, at the end of the day is the amount of zeros out beside your paycheck. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, the importance is is that we need our bodies to be able to do this work. It's a physical labor. With yeah. It. Uh, and, and it's a very honorable thing, and that's the way we need to look at it. We, we have an opportunity to go out each day and do something that years down the road you drive around Bowling Green and the surrounding community and you say, I worked on that. I built that is a great thing. And to know that safety plays a portion of that and a significant portion of that to me is the driving factor of the consistency of why we need to do things the way we do each day. Mike, you had look like you, you look like you had something you wanted to add to that. No, no, no okay. I, I was good. I'm just yeah, okay. You're agreeing with him. <laughs> and, and, you know, talking about those daily safety meetings, you know, that's the power of habit. And, and creating those habits, even how mundane they are, uh, after, you know, research shows that after you do them for about three weeks, you, it's expected. And if you miss a day, you're like, we didn't have our safety meeting today. I, I feel out of whack. I'm not, I'm not functioning properly, you know. And, and so that, that's part of the culture as well, you know, creating those good habits to, to make sure you're having those safety meetings every morning so that everybody is safe on the job. Um, all right, Brent, uh, Brandon and Mike. Going to wrap it up here. What message or advice would you like to share with your colleagues that are listening regarding safety in the workplace? And Mike, we'll let you go first. Well, um, if I had to give a piece of advice to everybody, I would say continue doing the big safety stuff that we do. Um, we need to work on the small things, uh, the smaller safety issues that we have. Um, I feel if we can, uh, if we can improve upon those. Then eventually we can uh, we can get to our zero culture, our zero accident culture that we like to have. And that's awesome. It, it, it's always neat driving by and seeing the sign, and it has so many days, you yeah. know, without a lost time accident or something like that. I don't know if I'm using the right terminology, but you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what would you like to add to that? You know, this may sound weird, but I just want to remind everybody that works for us that be the mindset. It's not just about you with it. You know, our our safety. Uh, isn't just about what we do on a regular basis, uh, but it's what our coworkers do. It's watching out for them. Uh, what we do each day is for our families. Uh, so to me, it's extremely important. I got three girls at home that expect dad to be there every single day. And I know well, you four, got four, four I'm not counting my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, uh, but, yeah. uh, but anyway, you know, 
the, the importance of getting home only happens by you being diligent uh, during the work that day with it. So watching out for yourselves, um, watching out for your coworkers. You know, there's a term out there called a servant leader, you know, watching out and serving the guy or gal next to you out there uh, with their best interest in mind uh, is what makes us successful at the end of the day. It yeah. goes for our coworkers. It goes for the customers and those that we work for. You know, I want to, uh, you, you, you triggered a thought because this is the, the, the winter version of the podcast. And I know a lot of, of safety issues, uh, a lot of times are based on the weather, mm-hmm. whether it's hot, cold, rainy, snowy, icy. Yeah. And, you know, this time of year, you could get all those. <laughs> In one day. <laughs> In one day. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, anything you want to add about, you know, weather and safety, especially when we, you know, we had tornadoes recently mm-hmm. in the area, uh, but we could have sleet and snow and ice here in, in a, another week or so. That's right. So, yeah, go ahead. Any Either one of you. Uh, the main thing is just to, to monitor, you know, uh, pay attention to what's going on around you. We call it situational awareness mm-hmm. with it. So whether you're leaving the house, you're going to work, you're working during the day or coming home, uh, be mindful of the things going on around you. Most of us take a look and see what the weather's doing each day. So, you know, have those conversations before you leave that day uh, to talk about the day next day coming up. And uh, just, uh, you know, when you start to see, especially if the weather's starting to turn in your area, because we're working in a larger geographical area than we have been, relay that stuff. Stuff that's going on uh, in Hopkinsville or Russellville is going to be in Bowling Green before we know it. Yep. And vice versa, moving on up I-65 towards Elizabethtown as well. So uh, share and communicate just makes it a whole lot easier on all of us. And make sure you read those safety briefing emails that you all send out, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in there, you know, just because, I mean, you take time and effort to put those out. And, and there's a reason why, yeah. you know, so, and then, uh, make sure you, you know, the, the newsletters out now, uh, read the, the safety article in there as well as in, in the tradesman. Um, any, any final words from either one of you, Mike? No, I appreciate you having us today. It was, it was fun. It was a good time. Well, I appreciate you being on Brandon. No, just thank everybody for the hard work and looking forward to the new year and what uh, lies ahead for Stuart Richie. We've got a lot of good things coming our way. I think 2024 is going to be a pretty awesome year. I think so yeah. too. All right. Hey, thanks for being on the podcast. And and thank you all for tuning in to another insightful episode of the Tradesman Podcast brought to you by Stuart Ritchie. We hope you enjoyed our conversations with Brandon Vickus and Mike Smith and the importance of safety in the workplace. Now, remember, there are many remarkable stories within Stuart Ritchie, and it is the dedication, passion, and expertise of individuals like Brandon and Mike that keep the company thriving. Join us again next time for more engaging discussions with the great people who are shaping Stuart Ritchie. I'm Jim DeCesare. 